0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Bomb City Locker Room Talk Podcast, Episode 60. As always, I'm James.
1: I'm Jared. I'm Adrian.
0: What's up, guys? Thursday night.
1: Thirsty Thursday, baby.
0: We got some new merch in. Yep. yep. Jared, go ahead and so introduce this.
2: We um, we ordered some stickers. Uh, they're four by 4 circle stickers, 4 inches by 4 inches. Uh, they fit perfectly on a 20-ounce, 32-ounce uh, mug. What are those called? Tumblers. Tumblers, yeah. Tumblers, you know, Adrian's gonna slap hers, I think, on her Chromebook laptop. Fuck um I don't you know, I, I, I went back and forth between whether or not we should get like a sticker or whether or not we should get like a bumper sticker. Because I feel like you you know, you slap it on a vehicle, it gets a lot more foot movement, a lot more people see it, a lot, a lot more exposure. But I settled on the sticker because I don't know. I feel I like it's like the best way.
0: They're large enough to wow. fit on a lot of things.
2: You know how hard it is to judge four inches? Ah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Not hard for Mr. Jared over here.
2: <laughs> no, I know that number down. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, so Adrian, uh, so, you know, it's Thursday. It's Thirsty Thursday. Uh, did any of y'all, did either of you two, uh, go down to the Sod Poodles game tonight and pick up one of the Barnes jewelry uh It was a Stein, right? Yeah, beer Stein. Beer Stein. Unfortunately,
0: not.
1: But I did not go.
0: I had prior obligations, city league, rec league volleyball that I'm in, and all my teammates were gone, so I had to go. They puzzled together a team, and we would have forfeited if I didn't show up. Oh, that's crazy! I had to go. That's
2: crazy. We we didn't do well at all. I got one. I don't care. I know you don't care. No,
0: but I really do wish I would have went.
2: I, I, I went. I went. I grabbed one. I got there about like six forty-five. Expecting there to be a long line, and there was maybe, oh man, maybe three hundred people max on on every entrance that you could have, uh and so there was it, there wasn't that many people, you know they had like fifteen hundred. So
0: what's the quality like?
2: Oh, it's great, you know. Kaylin uh, had said she was afraid it was gonna be plastic. It's not plastic. It's good. I mean, ceramic. Ceramic, yeah. Um, but the the detail is there. The paint, it, it looks immaculate. Uh, the only bad part about it and it's not even a bad part. it's just because I want something like this just to show sod poodles. but there's a pretty large Barnes jewelry emblem on there that <laughs> reminds you, hey, the only reason you paid 950 for this was because they paid the rest of it. Um, you know, but shout out to them Barnes jewelry I I would I told Kaylin, I was like, I have to have this. this is this is history. It's yeah, about their inaugural um, season that they were the champs of the 2019 season. And so, great piece of, of, of Amarillo Emerald history right there.
0: And you know, people are going to try to sell those for three times the price of what they're probably worth.
2: Nine fifty. I, I just went and bought a seating room only, and then went in, grabbed it, went back out to the car, took my kids out for a meal because I didn't want to take them to the game tonight. It was hot, and they were there they haven't some, they haven't made the best of choices. Lately. Bobbleheads
0: that they <clears throat> gave out a couple years ago. For the uh, inaugural season, and I saw one on eBay for like 200 bucks. No way. Yeah.
2: No way. But someone, I'll, I'll agree with you, someone will pay that. Whether it's whether it's a Jerry Rice jersey that might go for thousands and thousands, but someone in Amarillo will be like, damn, you know, I wish I could have gone to that. Fuck it. I'll tell people I went to that, buy it on eBay for 200 bucks, and come up with a fake story.
0: My buddy that I coach with went tonight. He has season tickets, so he, he got at least three, and I'm going to try to cop one from him. Hopefully, hopefully he'll be nice enough to part ways with at least one. <clears throat> that is nice because I need one for my collection back
2: here. I you know? agree. I agree. Had I, had I had someone that could go in with me, I'd thought about getting two because I knew you'd like one, uh, and I knew you also. You're like you're kind of free this weekend, so I was like, oh, maybe James will go. But then I remember you saying you had um, you had. Rec league or whatever it yeah. is intramural sports for thirty year olds yep, every Thursday, co-ed <laughs> and so you're playing volleyball, and, yeah,
0: and what what else? We've been doing this for years, man. It's so much fun. um just just volleyball uh, on Thursday nights we've been I've been with this same team for a couple seasons, but <clears throat> the original team that I play with, we hadn't played in probably a year. Covid really screwed everything up. yeah. So hopefully we can get our team back together, but it's a lot of fun, man.
2: You know the Amarillo adult sports leagues that we have really are when when I hear a lot of people say, "Man, there's not a lot to do in Amarillo." Those kind of go unnoticed sometimes. You know, it's a they small do. group that that you see the same guys every single time, right?
0: Um, but Sunday we I played in a charity tournament at Amarillo College at Memorial Park, and it was really cool. People were barbecuing; they were you know giving food out. No, you know, free of charge. It was just a cool event to get everybody together. And you see the same people that always play. And there's some good players, man. There's some, there's some guys that you wouldn't expect to be, you know, really good, but they get out there and they can spike the hell out of that ball and they're unbelievable. So it's just cool to get, you know, the community together and they do those tournaments every Sunday and it gets packed. People, you know, bring coolers, bring barbecue grills and they just get after it, man.
2: Yeah. And that is crazy. It's all for a good cause. It is. Uh, and, and, you know, all those events, seeing a lot of people at the exact same time, or not the exact same time, but that, that frequent those events often kind of lends to just how small Amarillo is. Um, well, I had a, a training la- on Monday and Tuesday. We did Handle with Care training. You know what that is, right? Yes. <laughs> Adrian? For sure. Yeah, Adrian knows what that is. You're an instructor, right? Yep. All right. So that's what it was, is it was Handle with Care training. So I'm an instructor, although I'm nowhere, probably near the caliber. Um, do you do plus too? What do you mean the handle plus? with care plus, like the, she referred to it as plus, but where the handle with care where you, you take them down, down, like it's, it's defensive to offensive. Oh uh, yes. Yeah. yeah for yeah. sure. Yeah. Ours is, ours is nothing like that obviously. Cause it's just, you know, it's just a mild self-defense followed with, um, uh, you know, how to, how to, how oh, we're going to restrain. Thank you. I couldn't restrain find the damn somebody, word restrain. Yeah. You, you've gone through that. How anyway. often do you have
0: to restrain people? Well, de- well, it
1: well depends. Like if you're working in an administrative segregation department, it's pretty much all day, every day. It's you you restrain those offenders um, or excuse me, inmates per movement. So. Oh wow! Yeah, so we t- we, t- we t- have
0: throat. to um, go through a training for, uh, you know, education purposes with students that you know could get out of control or hurt themselves or hurt other people. So we've got to go through a handle with care type of intervention. So we can, we have like a team on campus yeah. to it's combat a, that. If something does
2: happen, it's a great philosophy handle with care. It's a great philosophy. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I, it's a necessity. Yeah, it really is. And it is, it allows everyone involved to kind of keep their dignity. And cause you know, kind of the philosophy behind it is nobody wants to, nobody wants for their child to be in the situation where they're, they're getting violent and you want you want them to be protected and safe at all costs. But anyway, so at this training, I was it was with uh, James New AP at Bowie, great guy, talking to him. It turns out that uh, back in 2010, I was living in an, a little garage mm-hmm. apartment above a garage on 24th and Ong, right. and that and he was living in the the down house. So I was living up in the garage, and he was living in the down house. It's just kind of... Oh, nice. Small, yeah, small
0: world. Small world. Hey, small world. That happens a lot in Amarillo. It does. You run into people, and some way or another, you're connected in some weird way.
2: And I didn't even go to school here. That's one thing right. that's always very interesting, is I came post-high school. I didn't I didn't grow up here, but still, you know, I've been here now 15 years.
0: You met a lot of great people, haven't you?
2: Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, Amarillo was filled, filled with great people. And, and most of them stick around. Some of them move. Some of them move, but it's a good
0: I mean, it's a great place for people to start a family and kind of nest their family, so and, to speak.
2: And we mean that regardless of the crap that's been happening in Amarillo recently. You know, we had the new Thompson Pool Park, oh, their Thompson man. Pool open up and it's great and it's they've got a lazy river, and within two days it's burglarized. That's and, such you know, a bummer. Guys, people people break in and I think they stole computers.
0: Yeah. They threw chairs in the freaking... uh lazy river in the pool it's like you get something nice you know that they've worked so hard to get it open in yeah. time for for kids to enjoy it for the rest of the summer and it gets burglarized I like guess it's, it's fucked up.
2: And there's not a lot of money in our parks department to begin with. No, they're I mean, they're, they're discussing doing away hell. with it. Yeah, it's been slashed to hell. And so to 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 act that way. And I saw a lot of people online that were saying, "Oh, that's Northside. That's bull crap." Nah. There's there's shitty people in Amarillo. That would have happened anywhere. Yeah, the commit crimes But everywhere. being on the
0: Northside, I mean it, it does it is closer to some rough neighborhoods. Well, I mean, the, me being from there, I know how it is. You, know, you also, get something nice and there's idiots kids Primarily, that just go in there and, and just don't care and vandalize things that they don't really know they should appreciate.
2: And it's right there off the Dumas Highway, so right. You know, it looks like, nice. It's easy to get away. It, oh yeah, it, it looks, looks great. It looks awesome. But have you have you gone? I haven't gone. I haven't gone. We
0: had a friend, Chris went, I think.
2: Did <laughs> like Chris a, go? Like yeah,
0: <laughs> where Chris go? I think he went like a, a week or two ago, and he said it was really nice. He said there's a lot of people there, and I think it was like ten bucks to stay all day.
2: Yeah, I know there were a lot of people complaining about the cost.
0: Well, you got to pay for it somehow, you know. <laughs>
2: well, it's a taxpayers paying for it. It was like every it was like a quarter every hundred thousand dollar home. But with it being
0: like in the back, like at the tail end of Wonderland, at first I thought that that was an extension of Wonderland because I thought they were going to re- demolition the old Thompson Park pool and redo it yeah, right I in don't... that same location. Isn't that what you thought? Or... That's what I
1: thought too. Yeah. Yeah. For sure.
0: Because what are they gonna do with the original pool? It's still there. I don't think they've tore it down, have they?
1: No, it's
2: still uh, no, there. It's still there. Maybe they'll fix it. I don't understand why they put it there because now it feels like Wonderland can't really expand past that. Not that it has a need right now to expand, but how close is it to Wonderland? Like is it, it
0: it's right there. Like the Himalaya, you know, is at the very end and then there's the baseball fields and it's right in that area. Isn't oh, so it? there's still
2: plenty of room for Wonderland. to grow. Yeah,
1: see, I'm, 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 this is all new to me because I really thought they were just going to tear down the old pool and just rebuild the new one. So yeah, I, no. I, that's coming. Which gone. the old Thompson Park is right next to the zoo. Right. You know, um,
0: it's got a lot of history. It was built like what in the 20s or 30s.
2: Yeah. It's and it's a it's great place time. to go.
1: Like, I
0: went there as a kid all the time. There's that's, golf that was over our number there, one pool. There's,
2: there's Frisbee golf that's over there. There's great parks that's over there. There's Thompson a shit gets ton a, of shit. It gets a
0: bad rap, but to me, it's the best park in town. It's the largest. Any,
1: it's the prettiest. Any Anything on the north side of town is going to get a bad rap. I mean, that's just True. facts.
2: But it's too diff- It's so interesting because you go to Thompson Park, and it is so much better than like John Stiff. John Stiff looks like a damn desert with seven it trees. It's so
0: flat. It's so like wide open. John Stiff
1: yeah. is not big at all. Thompson Park, you can get lost in that shit. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Um, That's what scares people park. too. It's a big It's a very large park, and uh, if you're like me and you grew up on the north side and like you went to Thompson Park for certain holidays like Easter or uh, Fourth of July, Juneteenth. Uh, you know, you'd drive through the park and like it'd be hard to find a spot exactly for you and your family to um celebrate that holiday because there'd be so many people there. Do you remember Funfest? Yeah in Thompson Park? Now I that was fun- huge.
0: Oh, yeah, They'd been fun doing Fest. that since I you know the nineteen seventies on uh what was it, uh Labor Day mm-hmm. weekend. Yep. And they had in the nineties they had Reba McIntyre, Kenny Chesney. They had a lot of huge 90s country artists that were just getting their start or had some, you know, prominent success. And I remember going to those concerts and this was before all those, you know, the trees were huge back then. And they all died in 2011 when we had that massive drought, which sucks because it does look a lot different. They had to replant everything. But back then, the trees were so freaking, you know, they were Expansive, they're huge, they're everywhere. It's kind of lost its luster over the years, which sucks. But I wish they would bring Fun Fest back, but there's just not enough people that are willing to do it. I think it was like the junior leaguers of Amarillo or the ones that like really invested their time into it. I just don't think there's enough uh, ambition to get it going.
2: I don't know. I feel like there's enough ambition. I feel like it's hard to reach people in the community to come out and do things as a community. Like, it's you, rarely do you have something where everyone from the city flocks to one area, regardless of the area, but where every single group of people in Amarillo are represented in an area to celebrate Amarillo. You know, we have like June Jazz, and that had, turns out like, what, maybe a thousand people at the busiest event?
0: Is that the one at Sam Houston Park? Yeah. Okay.
2: Uh, And then there's there's some that they have at Emerald College, and even like uh, High Noon on the Square. Right. It's the same people that we don't have a large turnout. I feel like we don't have a lot of just general community building that goes on.
0: I miss the block parties that we used to have downtown.
2: Yep. Yeah. Those had a good turnout. Chamber of of Commerce. Yeah, those those were huge. And And
0: then the Fajita Festival they used to have on Polk Street, which they moved like behind the Civic Center over there, and I don't even think they do it anymore. I think they... they, they or they still, do it at they, Starlight Ranch.
2: Yeah, they, they do it at Starlight now. Mm. Tomorrow's the beer... Or er, Saturday's the Beer Fest. Yep. Second annual of the... Second annual of the second type of beer fest in Amarillo. Because yep. yep. the first one was like 2016. It was great. It was absolutely great. I drank so much. It was so much fun.
0: I went to one uh, a few years ago joseph and i we went to it was at the civic center mm-hmm. in one of the um the rooms uh it it was, it was the was first really cool. one that they did yeah it it was cool but you know you could only try like a shot a little over a shot of beer per per um vendor vendor and it surprisingly just downing those we got Pretty tipsy.
2: Oh yeah, it was like three hours long or two hours long or something. Enough, and the and there was enough of a movement. You know, there were a few people that like they like to sit there and actually talk to the people. Like they're the ones that brewed it. Like so, what, what, what kind of hops do you get from the? You know, it's yeah. like oh man, this really you know try this coffee to cleanse your palate you can smell it a lot better and take in all the. <laughs> your fragrances <laughs> and your essences. The the
0: beer snobs? The craft beer snobs?
2: You know, there was an app that used to be out where you could take a picture or some shit like that of your craft beer and send it out and collect points and badges and shit like that. It was like Farmville, but for beer drinkers. That's not around anymore? I don't know. I'm sure it is. But it's those type of people. Those type of people that got it and stuck with that shit for five years and call themselves connoisseurs.
0: Well, this Saturday, we're going to do a beer episode, right? Yes, we are. Give us a little bit of detail on that.
1: This Saturday. So... It's been a while, but uh, we did an episode where our buddy, Joseph King, uh, brought a few different beers from around the world. I think we
0: had 12. I think it was a total
1: of 12. And uh, we rated them from our uh, least favorite to our most favorite. And I came up with an idea, okay, let's do the same type of thing, but since we're from texas let's just do texas beers
2: texas are so uh, <laughs> texas. sorry
1: so this saturday we're gonna do an episode of uh pretty much the same concept except it's gonna be nothing but texas and beers.
0: adrian you're gonna spearhead this so how many beers are you thinking
1: i i want to do at least Obviously, I want to do at least six. At least six, yeah. Because I know, I know, with, with with twelve beers, it was a really long episode. I think that episode was like two and a half hours, if I'm not mistaken.
2: How many hosts are we gonna have? Are we are we gonna have a are we gonna have a? We show? should have four. Yeah, okay. we should. we, have we can have four, because that can, cause that'll just change. You know, like surely you yeah. want to have a. At yeah, least if two.
1: we if we can do at least four, of that then that would be great. And I would like to do the same kind of deal, like. Let's let's rate them from our uh, least favorite to our most favorite and let's kind of do a review of each, uh, a little short review of each one, you know, and kind of highlight some of the breweries. Now, are um, you going to f-
0: focus on different areas of Texas or are you going to just focus on different breweries?
1: What- I, I think I, my plan is to kind of just focus on different breweries. Like uh, obviously I'm gonna do local, so I'm gonna get some gears from pa- Pop Um and And
0: unfortunately Longwood and Spoon is not around anymore.
2: Oh rest yeah. in peace. That was yeah. rough. Um, that was rough COVID, to watch them on yeah on Facebook Weather away. That, 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 COVID, that really,
1: Covid really ruined a lot of a lot of uh local businesses. Like uh, today I tried to go to Cafe Boulevard on the Boulevard to get right. some Asian food. East side of the and Boulevard they they, ha- they haven't been open in a long time and Really? i think it's because they're they're closing down and um i think covid really hit them hard just like a lot of local restaurants and stuff like that so uh it sucks because they were they were delicious their food was so good especially their pho. Um i think they had the best pho in town uh so it it's it's sad to see a place like that go down because of a pandemic like COVID, you know, but that—that
0: um, that is sad when, when you see yeah. local businesses thrive and, and they really become popular by word of mouth, and then they just dissolve because of you know external factors that you, they can't control. Yeah, but so, I hope a lot of those come back.
2: Does that leave Pondicetta as pretty much not not necessarily the premier, but one of the only microbreweries left in town?
1: Pretty much. I right. mean. Um,
2: you got... Highly commercialized, at least. You used to have at six least. car,
0: not anymore. Yeah,
2: Why don't we have six car. car?
0: I think they sold... I don't know. They they sold a portion of their business, which, which allowed them to not have the right to brew beer anymore, so... Uh, I don't know why they that's don't weird. actually yeah, I don't, do it anymore. But. I don't
1: think they're brewing beer anymore. I think the other, the only other place locally in town that's brewing beer besides Pondiceta is Big Texan, and they've been Big Texan has been brewing their own beer for a while now.
2: That would be nice to try. But
1: of course, I mean, you're not going to go to M and R Liquor and find beer that's being brewed by big texan like that's true and that's what sets pond apart is you know you can go to any pretty any any liquor store in town and find their beer in the liquor store
2: does uh big texan only provide them in their little growlers or like bring your own growler or how does that work surely they they sell them at their own and and bottled As, as far as i know
1: they they have it either on draft or yeah you can have it like in a growler um
0: but they don't sell outside of their establishment. They don't
1: sell outside of the Big Texan. So, they do have good beers, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I would. I I think I've had a couple of their beers. I've had um, their blonde,
2: and one of their ambers.
1: But other than that, I haven't had
2: uh much of their. No, beer. we're talking about beers, not the workers you've had. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> High yeah. five. High five. High five. Sl- slap slap hands. Clarification. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here all night. <laughs> well, I'm
0: looking forward to that episode. Uh, the last one we did, the international beers. By the 12th a... beer, we were pretty we were, toasty. We were
2: well, here was our problem. <laughs> we did the beer tasting, and we drank on the side. <laughs> yeah. So there wasn't really a tasting so much as just a, a pregame and a two and a half There were so straight. many good
0: beers, though. Like I, I yeah, felt like sure. we tasted more... Quality beers than we had like two
2: or three that were just shit that we did not want to drink, and I I think that they were fine. Yeah, yeah. There was one the was it the Japanese one that was just real rough. Sapporo was good. I can't remember. Um, um, There was a
0: couple other Chinese beers that were really. Y'all
2: hated the French one, and I thought that was top notch.
0: The German beer, of course, was amazing. Um, I
2: can't
1: remember which ones I hated. Was it? was it the french one i didn't like i I, I don't remember because it's been a while since the episode and um i do remember there being a couple of them that i was just like ew no (laughs) i'll never try to drink this again you know um but i can't remember off the top of the head off the top of my head which one they were so, I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I'm fucked up. No, you're good. So we started... <laughs> I've, been, I've, been, I've been
2: drinking since I got off of work at, at 5 o'clock. All so. right, so I want to hear, and it is way past 5 o'clock at the moment. Um, I want to hear y'all's opinion on the recent arrest that was made. I believe it was on... It was near Lewis Lane because I used to live over on Lewis Lane. Um, It was like the 3700 block of some L Street, Linwood, I think. It was over by where you used to live in that haunted house for a I just, year. I just... I just yeah. Yeah, but anyway, so uh, I had, a man I had was to, arrested I had to throw with the haunted thing in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. With with bomb making material. Right. Uh, and he had like a million dollar bond and then I saw something else uh, from another post throughout Amarillo that showed him at like a softball game and they were requesting if you have information of these individuals let us know. Anyway, it's a it's a big big topic right now throughout it's ongoing, Amarillo. It's too. very ongoing. A lot of people are Worried because of the type of individual that's involved, which I say is a little bit premature. Come on now, folks. It's been a long time. Like, let's, <laughs> holy let's shit. Simmer down. Like, now. let's simmer down now, okay? Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I, let's get y'all's input because, like, the whole block was yeah. shut down for like six hours. Stella's while Stella's
0: they- sister lives on Maze, which is right there, and they heard the explosion and they went outside and neighbors started to come out and they're like, "What the hell was that?" And they shut down that entire block for
1: I a think good it's, I two think, to three days i think it's still shut down is Whoa. it still shut down that, they allow people Funny to go what? check on their pets grab you know because i've i've heard i that I've needed, seen some posts but, like on facebook and stuff of people complaining that they still haven't been allowed to go, I stopped go home day. yet well
0: i i just hope that they find some solution to this and figure out if there's more of these devices explosives and See, Deactivate the them and make the neighborhood safe.
2: Was it a device that exploded, or did he just have bomb making material? And see, that's the thing. I is he, have no is he cooking clue cooking meth? I have no clue what's going yeah, on. Yeah, I don't it either. There not saw...
0: there hasn't been a lot of information released no. to the
2: public. And it's been it's been a few days. Yeah. Like it's been it's yeah. been at least two days. It's been a
0: hot minute.
2: Yeah. And there's not a whole lot that goes on in this town outside I... like there's lots of like uh catalytic converters that get stolen. Catalytic converters that get stolen. That's um, so weird. That's so methy, you know? Oh yeah. Oh meth's bad. Meth's bad. And it's not just an Amarillo. Like, how you gonna go up everywhere.
0: under a car and, and take your, your your hacksaw and just start hacking around? How are you and, gonna go steal someone's hacksaw
2: because you need to go steal a catalytic converter? Because you know they don't have their own. It's you know so they're having weird. to steal one.
0: That's so like nineteen seventies to me. Like <laughs> it's fucking bizarre, man.
2: I don't know, man. That is one thing that I wish I I I always wish I could. I would love to interview a crackhead, (laughs) like have a full on, like pre, during and post, and just like I know I can probably watch like Intervention, because didn't Intervention when it was on A and E, didn't it like have people that were all strung out and kind of taking advantage of their personal drama for money? Yep. Um. But yeah, that would be interesting. But yeah, so uh, let us know at uh, shout out to our Facebook page or are, are do we tweet?
0: We do not tweet. We we don't we have a Twitter <laughs> but we haven't used it in so long. Okay, so. that's fine. It's just your primary, you know, big dogs your your Facebook, your your Instagram. We we haven't created a Snapchat yet, which maybe we will in the future.
2: We should create it. Now that we have now that we have a logo that we're going to stick with for right. a bit and we're kind of happy on where that's settled I and mean, we've got some some stickers to hand out. Maybe we But should, we we need to evolve. We need a we, we need, need hats, we need hats shirts. People. That's. Weird. I mean, we. I, you have a shirt right now. I can slap a sticker on, and it's boom. It's our shirt.
0: Yeah, the stickers gonna come off. That's well. Like ghetto, don't, don't wash it.
2: <laughs> don't wash it. <laughs> Sew it into it.
0: You get a vinyl uh, version of these, and you could
2: iron it, right? I think so. I think that's how that works. Man, there's so many people with like cricket machines. Oh yeah. I'm sure that we, that can that can knock something out and iron it on for us. I I just prefer it to be sewed on. Sometimes that iron on stuff, man, it falls out. You know, it lasts like it six months, and that's not what I'm about. I'm in it for the long game, Adrian. You, I'm with you, brother. <laughs> she's out of it, bro. <laughs> All right, so Adrian, segue us into our next topic, and that is uh, the drama that is surrounding Simone Biles. Fuck that bitch.
0: <laughs> how do you feel about it? Do you feel like she should have stepped up and competed? Tell
2: us how you really feel. Or is she
0: right I to do like what she did?
1: She's just a sheep. Okay. Um. So the whole. Oh, athletes focusing on their mental health thing um, all started with Naomi Osaka, the tennis player, mm-hmm. uh, because she pulled out of she pulled out a Wimbledon because she wanted to focus on her mental health. She couldn't, according to her, she felt a weight on her shoulders from all the pressure to win and blah 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 blah. blah. Okay, and. So, I feel like this is kind of like a just a repeat
2: mm-hmm. of
1: what Naomi Osaka did. And, but here's my I can't, I can't I can't I can't talk because I can't relate because I've never really had um, issues with mental health as far as you know wanting to perform a certain way for people or what have you. So I can't, I can't relate to them. So I don't necessarily know what they're going through. Um, but still,
0: I mean, I, my, my take is you, you train all this time. You, you put yourself in the position to qualify for the Olympics and you get there and you put in all this hard work and then you, you just don't want to compete because you can't handle the pressure or, yeah.
1: Some things are bothering you, like to me.
0: Four years ago,
1: four years ago, you didn't have an issue with it, and now all of a sudden you do. That—that's what—that's what
0: confuses me. It's just that uh, watered down, pussified culture that we live in now, and you know everybody wants to pussick. Ha- <laughs> they want to—they want to find a way out, a easy way out, and they don't want to put in the hard work and reap the the awards that are waiting for them. It's—it's just a shame because. They don't only represent them. They represent the United States, and it's a potential medal there that we could have won. And We did win. We got gold. Well,
2: if, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so, I mean, I kind of I kind of agree with you. Suni, what was her name? Yeah, Suni... Uh, I don't know. Suni something. I'm talking I'm
0: about so. uh, Simone Biles and them. They still won gold? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. she
2: pulled out of the individuals, and the person that uh, replaced her did not win gold. But an American still won gold. Um, I mean, here's here's my take on it. The, first of all, the Naomi thing. I think she was just pissed off at the at the at the media and fuck yeah. the media. And so, if you're going to say, you know, what, so I'm not going to do what I'm supposed to do just to say fuck you guys, then I'm all for that. So
1: them. she used the whole mental health thing as to me was just an excuse to not want. to. But have to. some
0: pride. Have some pride in yourself to fulfill the commitment that you've made. And all the hard work you put in, go out there, do your best. And if you don't, you don't win what you what you you know set out to win. Then hey, at least you went out there and you gave it your all.
2: Well, the Simone Biles thing, she's already a gold medalist, right. and she can already do shit that nobody else but still. In the this Olympics is an opportunity that she well, hang on has, a second, yeah. But at the same time, that she's pissing on what she claimed was her reasoning was like the spatial awareness. Like when she goes up, she does not know where she is. Like she's not confident in the spins and stuff that she does, and she's like twenty, and so to say I'm gonna go out and do all this and compete for all this, like I think of it this way, I do, I fully support her decision to bow out, to say I don't feel safe. This is not something that's the rest of my life. Well, my the, rest this, of my, hang, so hang, that hang that on a second. That sounds like a health
0: issue.
2: Regardless, I support that, but then I also do not support the fact that she should be placed on a pedestal because of that. Mm. Like it's two different things like power to her, you know, all the, she's the greatest gymnast in our lifetime, hands down. But because she had to stop for a mental health reason, doesn't mean that she should be put up on a separate pedestal. She should be known as the goat, but there's lots of other things to focus on rather than just staying on her who did not compete at that level incomplete but we had others that did we have other gold we have like 15 14 gold medals have we heard about any of them really
0: no it's all it's all about her story because
2: it's all about politics that's all the mainstream media wants is it wants to feed you politics when it should be that's the media for
0: you yeah they're gonna spin it and and make it attractive in their way but i've never follow their own agenda but
2: i've never competed at the olympic level and so i have no clue what the amount of pressure that goes into that
0: I know there's a lot of pressure but I mean, people like, get anxiety me, attacks just,
2: at the fucking grocery store nowadays.
0: Yeah, but I'd rather go out and, and and try and fall on my face than not than back out and not compete at all and, and cower out. That's the way I I'm built. I mean that's how I look at it but I I don't know but all the details. she's not built that way. At first so I heard fine. it was an injury and then I heard that that's it what was I heard just first. she just didn't want to compete. And now you're saying that she didn't she's and she confused even... about the spatial awareness. Well, if it was an so injury what, what really is if it if
2: it's an injury, it starts off as an injury and then you realize, well, I fell because you reflect. I fell, I injured myself because I'm not confident as I go up in those spins, and that is a mental health thing. So it's not necessarily a flip flopping so much as it could be a progression of events. I mean you have you reflect mm-hmm. and your opinion of that changes. Right, I see what you're saying. But regardless, she's still the greatest fucking gymnast. The world has ever seen She's the GOAT
0: She is I just wish she would have <laughs> I would have seen her compete And we could have enjoyed it And she could have given well, her she, best
2: She still may She won like four worlds Five worlds I mean yeah. she's still gonna compete Just cause she doesn't This one time For this one event But it's that the sounds, Olympics That sounds kinda it's like A the pussy the Olympics thing. Yeah
1: but Like come on man But
2: it's also the Olympics Put your
0: big girl pants on And go out there And give it your best I mean <laughs>
1: This is my thing Is like Like everyone's she, looking up to her
2: She Fuck, said She did what
1: kept her safe she said that she felt the world of the 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 weight of the world on her shoulders, and that she felt affected by the pressure of the Olympics. But that she she withdrew herself from competition, and then she cited mental health issues and explained that she was inspired again by fellow Olympian Naomi Osaka, who has been competing in the Olympics for tennis. But earlier this year she withdrew from Wimbledon because according to her mental health issues and she felt the weight on her shoulders. So I feel I feel like this is just like a copycat move. Because uh Biles was she was still she was still on the floor with the other olympians in in the in gymnastics supporting them and cheering them on and all and all this other stuff, so I'm like if you were if you were really having mental health issues, then you would have just left Tokyo and came back to the America and came back to America or came back to the United States to care for your mental health but instead you were still there in Tokyo
2: uh cheering on your teammates like. I, I think he'd give her more shit if she left and didn't care for her teammates than if she stayed there. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that side, but you know. I mean, she's been through. But her <laughs> you're at the story. Top, you're the pinnacle. But she's how old? Twenty. Right. Uh, she's in her twenties. Yeah, she's like twenty years old. She's her. her I'm,
1: ca- I'm looking up. I'm looking. I'm okay. looking up her. Her story,
2: right now. like the shit that she's gone through. Yeah, I mean, I can understand. I can. I can buy into the mental health thing. She was born in '97, so that makes her what? 24. Somewhere in there, tw- yeah. March March is ninety so, seven, so she's twenty four years. Yeah, old. so I I buy into that, man. I I buy into the mental health thing, knowing all the things but that she I, went through. I yeah, mean, man, I buy into that. She,
0: uh, she had to have been feeling this way prior to the Olympics even beginning. So, <clears throat> she, I don't know, maybe catch it then before you get out there and put yourself in in a position to compete, and you just let your team down. You let the
2: well, they were never going to get gold. The country down. They never. They were never going to get gold as a as a as a team. We were just too far behind in points, and so. But she if she earns st- gold, that's that's. She. But we we got gold. Well for we the got United gold. States. Individuals, we America sealed gold. Her bowing out did nothing in terms of affecting our our medal standing. But it could have. But it didn't. But it could have. Speaking of but it could have, but it didn't, I am going to confess I was wrong. Uh I, I I said it last week and I said it like six weeks ago that I did not think Aaron Rodgers would report back and I thought he was done. Yep. I'm wrong. But Aaron Rodgers got a big fuck you to Green Bay's front office. What happened? Yes, sir. Yeah.
1: So I've been trying as 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 the Green Bay fan on this dais. I've been trying to tell people for, for a while now that Aaron Rodgers' issues have not been because of the fact that they drafted a quarterback in this year's draft. He's been pissed off for a while now. And he pretty much stated he had absolutely no filter in his first press conference since, since coming back. He pretty much said, this is what's going on. I am upset because of the way that our front office have uh, treated our veterans, such as Randall Cobb, Clay Matthews.
2: He lists so many of them. Oh, yeah. He He lists lists, so many. He
1: lists so many. Randall Cobb, Jordy Nelson, Micah Hyde, um, Clay Matthews, uh, and Julius Peppers, and so on and so on and so on. Uh, He listed a lot of players that he felt that were basically done wrong in their exit of the team Uh, and he's like this it has nothing to do with Jordan Love he's like I love Jordan Love I think he's great but he wants to the same as Russell Wilson with the Seattle Seahawks he wants to have more input when it comes to free agency and uh, play calling and and things of that nature, and Aaron Rodgers basically laid it all out in that press press conference and said, "This is why
2: I held out." Is is what he's wanting anything more than what any other franchise player is getting? Because that's what he was, right? He was a franchise player. Absolutely. Is that is wanting that anything more than I mean, not comparing him to Tom Brady, but what Dak Prescott had. Mm-hmm. What? No, I mean, he he anybody. deserves
0: that. He deserves that type of platform and say so and what happens because he's built that franchise up. He's won a Super Bowl with them. I mean, he's he's turned them into a perennial power every single year and he still is an elite quarterback
1: in the NFL. Absolutely. Even at what he's like 37 years old, they're at even at 37 years of age, to me, he is ability wise the best quarterback in the league and i'm not just saying that because i'm being biased because green bay's my team but i've watched this dude play since 2008 and i've never seen another quarterback do the things that he's done period like no like
0: hardly any interceptions other
1: like, other other than patrick mahomes i've never seen another quarterback do very the things accurate that he's, that he's
0: done yeah well, I'm happy that he's with coming the back.
1: talent that he's been given.
0: Because, like right? I said last week, he's got the the gas still in the tank. He's he's got a lot of years Absolutely. left. Absolutely, I think him.
1: I think he still has at least four to five years, at least at at Green Bay. Anywhere. Or, or, yeah, anywhere? But, or do you think he's going to last more than this
2: year? I mean, he laid it all out, and he just wiped the floor with him in that press conference on his he first no, day back. He had no filter. So, but is he going to last more than a year? Um,
1: well, what's left to be it, determined? This, I don't know. This is my deal. Okay, so he, he they basically restructured and, and, and put in a new contract. He basically told them, I'm not coming back unless you give me Randall Cobb. And that is exactly what they gave him. They, they made a trade for virtually nothing. They got Randall Cobb back for virtually nothing. They gave him a 2022 sixth round pick for Randall Cobb. That's it? That's it. That's it. Wow. And Aaron Rodgers to Randall Cobb is like
2: fucking magic.
0: Yeah, They've right? got great chemistry. So, so
2: if it was that easy, Green Bay front office really are just dicks. Right.
1: And and here's the thing is, okay, so we have a new front office. Brian Guntikis or whatever the fuck his name is. <coughs> All right. Um, that's who Aaron Rodgers has been upset with. Uh, that's the general manager. Before that, it was Mark Murphy. Okay, um, but even before then, though, Aaron Rodgers had been upset with Mike McCarthy for, for example, the head coach. Even whenever the even whenever they won the Super Bowl back in 2010, Aaron Rodgers was not a big fan of Mike McCarthy. Um, as far and now as, we uh, got him. Yeah, as far Fuck. as as far as play, con- pol- uh, play calling goes, I'm still right? not
0: sold on. Oh, Mike.
1: And Mike, don't get me wrong. He, again, he did win us a Super Bowl. But at that time, we had a very, very, very talented team. Very talented team. Um, especially our defense. Our defense at the time was ranked fifth in the league when we won that Super Bowl. Right? But we also had, uh, what was that dude's name? Um, uh, he, he he was the head coach when Houston Texans first started as an expansion. Oh, coach team. Taylor. Uh Kubiak. Kubiak, yeah. It was a Kubiak. Kubiak, okay. So we had Kubiak as our defensive coordinator and things were were solid, right? But then afterwards, after that Super Bowl, what happens after you win the Super Bowl? Some of your star players they bounce. They bounce and go to different teams. Sometimes right?
0: complacency sets in. Mm-hmm. Coaches leave. It's a carousel.
1: It's a business. So Exactly. So that's basically what happened. We lost a lot of players. And then a lot of friction was going on between Aaron Rodgers and Mike McCarthy. Especially we, we had a lot of... There was times when Green Bay had so many chances to be in either the Super Bowl or at least the NFC Championship games. Um, But we were losing because our defense was just not good enough. We couldn't – our offense has always been amazing. Like, I mean, just flat-out amazing. We had Jordy Nelson, Randall Cobb, Devontae Adams at the same time. Right? Right? And but we were not closing out big games because our defense just wasn't there. And then finally this year, they finally decide to switch up the safety um, or special teams and defensive coaches and stuff like that. So hopefully this year's gonna be different because our offense our offense has always been great. Well, I, okay. I just,
2: I still, so is he going to last another year or no? Okay, here's the deal.
1: Here's
0: the deal. <laughs> listen, listen. He's going to last one year and then bounce, go listen.
1: Yeah. It's Super Bowl or bust for, for right. Aaron Rodgers. It's Super Bowl or bust. Right. If they do not get to the Super Bowl, Aaron Rodgers is gone. It's just, that's, that's just facts.
0: I want to see him in a different jersey. I'm tired of the damn Yellow and your, green. You shut
1: your fucking mouth. It's gold, <laughs> motherfucker. It's gold. <laughs> it's it's gold. not yellow. It's fucking gold. It's fucking okay. yellow. Okay. It's fucking yellow. It's submarine it, it's, yellow. It's, it's Super Bowl or bust for Aaron Rodgers. Okay. They reach they restructured his, con, his contract to where the 2023 year is basically voided. Okay. Unless he's happy and wants to stay with the team. He, the only way he's going to be happy is if... They get to the Super Bowl, plain and simple. Yeah, yeah. So, like so, I said, it's either Super Bowl or bust.
2: You think he'll want to keep playing if if he finds the right team? He's good. He I, have to I find see, the right team to stay in. I see in?
1: him playing at least until he's 40 41 42 Okay, I don't see even at the age of thirty-seven, he's still he's he's playing like he's
2: twenty. You know, he's playing like he's twenty. He looks about ten years older than Tom Brady. Tom Brady just looks amazing.
0: <laughs> yeah, Adrian almost fell. Fuck yeah. 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 Turn up. All right, so moving on. What's our next topic?
2: Um, our next topic, I knew you were going to say that, and so I tried to pull up the doc. Uh, Nelly's come to Amarillo. It's getting hot in her. I'm not going to lie. This may be a concert that I actually it's go going to.
1: down, down, baby.
0: There's going to be a bunch of 30-year-olds at that motherfucker for yeah. <laughs> sure.
2: Oh, definitely. Maybe it'll be an all-ages show. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that'll that'll
0: be a debacle, wouldn't it? Um, so, who's coming with Nelly?
1: Blanco Brown. I don't know who, who the fuck, the fuck, fuck that are is. you. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Well, and what's crazy is this is actually going to be Starlight Ranch's last show of the season. Okay, okay. it's going to be the first week of October. What is it? October 9th I think it is. Is Hang the,
2: the date? OU Texas. Right this is there. this is Blanco Brown. We're waiting.
0: For, well it's, for this it's, it's, it's masterpiece. Right now, I just need you to get real loose. Get the fuck out of here. Real loose. That song is suck It's a line dance song.
2: Yeah. And if you're by yourself, no what do you think, worries. Nelly Furtado? All right, all right, Nelly turn, Furtado. It off, turn it off. Turn off. not get that cowboy. Isn't that how it goes. Yeah, that's how it goes. Yeah, turn that um, shit no, off. No, but yeah, Nelly's Nelly's a southern rapper. I said Nelly Furtado. St. Louis, St. <laughs> Lunatics. <laughs> yeah, Murphy Lee. I I liked I liked, uh, I all liked those Nelly. Guys, yeah. Nelly Nelly was a good. He was, was a big was part of our to.
0: childhood. I feel like us growing up in our middle school years, he was really popular. Even through high school, he had hit after hit. I mean. I wouldn't not, mind going to see him.
1: Not only did he have hit after hit, but he did. Uh, he had like a huge influence on like the style back then. Mm-hmm. Like everybody wanted to wear the fucking band aid on mm-hmm. their cheek. Nobody right here. wanted to wear that.
0: Do rags, baggy clothes. Do rags, do rags, and baggy clothes. Headbands. Air Force Ones, Air yeah, Force, Air Force ones. ones. Yeah.
2: Holy shit, that was his song, wasn't it? Yeah. Wasn't that? Didn't that come out because of because of like Bad Boys? Or did he also do a Bad Boy song? He did the bad boys. It's probably one of the song. soundtracks. Yeah. yeah. But air force one, man, I forgot about that song.
0: I mean, ride with me. It's a classic. Mm-hmm. Love that one.
2: It's getting hot in her. I'm so like, her, take off all your her. clothes. Not here. Her,
0: her, but it's hard for rappers. It's very rare for them to stay on top the entire length of their career. Well, unless you're Jay Z Nas, you know, those type of guys. But I mean, he had his moment and he was big. Yeah. Like he was really big. He's not as big anymore. He's not like He's gotten older.
2: Fast and Furious big looking you know Ludacris. I'm looking at you, Luda. I'm looking at you, Luda. Hey, Ludacris is still the I shit. Got I you know, okay, so Anything right big, now hey, you gotta choose got Ludacris or Nelly. Ludacris. I'm gonna choose go. Nelly I'm gonna choose Nelly just in case he wants I to come go. on our podcast. I'm gonna go
1: to Ludacris too.
0: <laughs> yeah. Luda continues to make an impact in hip hop culture and he still is a quality artist. Like I, f- I still feel like if he came out with new stuff, it would still be hidden. It's still be good. I mean, he's, he's just one of those iconic Atlanta rappers, true Southern rappers. And back when Southern rap was really getting big, you know, when we were growing up. So he's always been that guy.
2: Now it was chopped and screwed. Did that come out from Southern Rap? Travis Scott, Houston
1: came from the Third Coast, baby. Third Coast, Houston, Texas. Swish it that out. was Pa-wow. way. That
2: was Houston. Hawaii
1: Houston to me was way, was on the map way before Atlanta. Because Atlanta, Ghetto I don't boys. think Atlanta didn't mm. come out on the map until. Um, outcast came out which was like the 90s. late late 90s early um, 2000s i would no, say early to early, mid yeah they
0: they 90s. got their start but they yeah they they blew up late a little bit later
1: they blew up in the early 2000s with miss jackson mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah early 2000s they were hot man they were they but were on top. houston
1: was on the map before then. i think it was just
2: because of our proximity
0: houston was big when we were in high school man they were Everybody listened to um Chameleonaire. Yeah.
2: And that was back then when Host didn't want me. Um and now the hot ghetto boys. Yeah, Mike Jones. Uh DJ Screw.
1: <laughs> Fat Pat, Screwed Up Click, Zero. Zero, all those guys, they they were they were on the map before anybody from Atlanta. In my opinion.
2: When I was working at San Jacinto, I had a one of the dads passed me a mix C D. San Jacinto. And uh <laughs> and uh it was there was there was a lot of songs that referenced going to school at Travis and stuff like that. Ooh. I wish I had that C D still, man. That was a that was an actual good mixtape. Like that had three or four songs that were really, really good. Yeah. Really good.
0: Yeah. I mean they they had a lot of hits back then. Everybody wants to dog on it now because oh if anything is, you know, 10 years or older, it's whack. You know, that's just kind of how the hip-hop world... 10
2: years or older?
0: Yeah, they don't...
2: Good God. It, it's, it's
0: pretty sad. I mean, unless it's bigger, Tupac, they, they, you know, salute those guys and Snoop and Dre because they were kind of the, the ones to get it all started, gangster Rap, NWA and Eazy-E, but it just seems like a, a lot of rappers that were popular when we were growing up, if you listen to them now, you get made fun of.
2: I hear Red Hot Chili Peppers <laughs> on Classic Rock. So I don't. I I think we're just fucking
1: old. Yeah, we're we're getting old, man. I
2: think we're just old. I think our style of music that we like is now old. I mean, shit that we thought was awesome was peak twenty years ago. But I, I mean,
0: rock music and alternative and all that other stuff—that
2: shit died a long time ago. Like
0: it's still popular to me, and a lot of people, you know, hold it um, close to them because it's uh, it's a classic. He's talking oldies. He's talking about Creed. No,
1: fuck that <laughs> Fucking Nickelback Nickelback <laughs> <laughs> Gears down bro. Yeah. The, year old,
0: the year old music, yeah, yeah. Kid Rock Kid Rock, oh. motherfucker <laughs> Ba with the Ba.
2: First of all, Kid Rock had Kid It's rock funny had Kid Rock had <laughs> one song that was hilarious um, And it was um, Oh man, it was the one where he talks about Getting a chick pregnant when he was a freshman in high school Y'all remember that song? No I don't, don't. Fuck Kid Rock oh, man, But I did <laughs> Bub Sparks. <laughs>
1: oh, the other the other night, there's there's actually a documentary on HBO Max about R- Woodstock '99. Oh yeah yeah. And I'm Limp Bizkit fucked great. that up, didn't they? Yeah, they fucked. Fucking Fred Durst, that fucking douchebag, douchebag motherfucker. <laughs> did you guys <laughs> but, like Limp Biscuit back then? No,
0: I I, I kind of did.
2: I liked their songs. I bet back you then. did. You fucking <laughs> piece of shit. Fuck yeah, dude. There was not a single. No, there but, wasn't a single. There wasn't a single weight room. Or change in room that you could locker room that you could go change in in room. And the my, change room where Limp Biscuit was not <laughs> playing somewhere.
0: <laughs> it was it was really popular at the time.
1: So it, I watched that this new do- metal scene. I watched this documentary on HBO Max about Woodstock well, '99, mm-hmm. and my favorite part. Okay, Corn when they came out, I think it was Clown is what they opened up with was Clown and you see the fucking crowd like just fucking jumping up and right. down in sync with the fucking song and i'm just like holy shit i bet you that was fucking badass to be at you know dmx
0: was there hey, and they DMX- said they
1: said dmx again they talk about dmx too they were like dmx is the only motherfucker that got the whole white crowd to say nigga, <laughs> to say nigga, like twenty fucking times for one of the songs that he played, you it was know, a Rough Riders
0: anthem. No,
1: Who it knows? wasn't rough. It was another song that he did that says nigga a lot. It wasn't Rough Riders anthem.
0: I liked all his stuff, man. Rest in peace.
2: Woodstock '99 was great, though. There was a there was a lot of good. There's a lot of Metallica, of was, Metallica there. was there. Ramstein I think there. Rage
1: Against the Machine had the best performance. But yeah, uh, the Woodstock 99, nine ninety nine. I'm, I'm, fu- I'm <laughs> fucked up. I'm fucking drunk. Woodstock ninety nine. Hell, had, had a bad rep because uh, number one, they were paying like four dollars for a fucking bottle of water. Nowhere to piss and shit. Nowhere, nowhere to piss or shit. Um, so price they were, price they were, gouging. They were they were, they were wa- walking on concrete, and it was hot as fuck in the summer. And the so so it it in the way it ends, sounds like in Woodstock. Mid
0: July. How yeah. did it end, James? With uh, them, the spectators, crowd people, catching everything on fire. (laughs) Demolishing everything. Thank
1: you, Fred fucking Durst.
0: And he was encouraging it.
2: You piece of shit.
1: Hey, let's break stuff. Enticing them, yeah. Break stuff.
2: All right, so since we're on the music, we're going to jump to this week's uh, Fuck, Marry, Kill. Okay. Uh, These are albums. All right. Okay. Uh Metallica's uh Metallica's Metallica, the black album. Okay. Uh Offspring Americana. Nirvana Nevermind. Oh man. Those are very three different
1: types of genres though. You're you're going, Me- you're going
2: Metallica's metal. And then you go
1: offspring punk, offspring's punk and, and then, then Nirvana's Grunge. grunge. Which it, it's a it's a
0: subgenre of punk grunges. Yeah, so yeah. These, um,
2: are, these, these are three of my favorites. That Americana. I was like, hell yeah. Let's just see where it goes.
0: Okay. Offspring is one of my favorite bands of all time. But Americana was not the most um, popular album that I enjoyed. I Smash, to me, was mm-hmm. my favorite. Yep. But um, it's going to be hard for me to choose. But the album that changed everything is Nevermind. And I'm going to have to marry Nirvana's Nevermind because I love that album from beginning to end. Okay? I'll have to fuck Metallica's Black Album because I love Metallica, especially Metallica, you know, in the 80s. And I would have to kill, and this is going to hurt, kill Americana. Americana's a great album, okay? Like I said, I love The Offspring, but you chose some good albums. And that's the tough. I tried one. to make it hard. Yeah.
2: It's easy if you do the same. It's genre. I, I
0: probably would have married or fucked Smash, but that's not one of the choices.
2: All right. So. Yeah,
1: I I kind of agree with James. Like, Americana is not one of the best offspring albums. I think Smash is the best one. Um. But I also wasn't that big of a Metallica fan. Um. Nirvana changed the game of rock. Mm-hmm. Overnight. Forever.
0: Killed all the hair metal bands and all that scene. Which yeah, was awesome. for sure, for sure. Changed the trajectory of what people sure. loved. Because, you know, flannel, the punk, the punk rock type of and kid, the degenerate, that was not popular. But when they brought that to the forefront, it became popular.
1: And what's crazy is, like, that grunge m- movement, I guess you could say, was happening before Nirvana. And even Kurt Cobain admitted, like, this is who I was influenced by. Like, Pixies was
0: the first really... The meat puppets, too. He he loved
1: technically, the meat puppets. Technically, the first grunge band was Pixies. He and, was influenced by a lot of punk. Yeah. He loved punk. And... um so I guess. Okay, wait, hold on. What were the three? <laughs> Metallica's right, so black. Metallica's
2: album. black. Nirvana's never mind. Offspring's Americana. So I would
1: marry. Never mind. I would fuck Americana and get rid of Metallica's shit. <laughs> You're just not a big Metallica fan. I mean, I like I like Metallica. I do. Um, but I think their best album was what? What's that? Master ride Puppets, the lights, ride
0: the lightning. I like Reload. Those <laughs> Reload. <laughs> Nobody gave that one any love. That's for sure.
1: Just I, I really I didn't mind. Is Reload. it the black album? What <laughs> we're talking about? <laughs>
2: yeah. Hey, Tranny, <Jimmy>, dumbass. All right, <laughs> 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 oh, hey, fuck Metallica, the black album. There's only one album I like. All right, Is Scott, it the your black turn. Album? Um. Uh. Yeah. So these are three of my favorite ones growing up. Um, but I would have to kill, the Black Album, because it's not my favorite album. Uh, Justice for All is my favorite album. It's a good one. I, yeah. yeah, I would. I'd marry. Uh, never mind, because I can. I can still just. Uh, that that is an album that I can sit through, and listen to every single song and be transported back to Farwell, mm-hmm. and like know exactly like so many days spent just listening to that album. So that's what I would marry and then I'd, and I'd fuck um, Americana because that was a fun album. It was fun. That was a fun album. And so fun, it was fun as fuck.
0: Yeah. That's, that's when the offspring really started to get really fun with their, their music and their lyrics. And one of my favorite offspring albums besides smash is ignition. And that's one of their early albums. Uh, Their, their sound was um, completely different from ignition to Americana, but that I'm a fan of, true punk and and that was a a really good punk album.
2: I think myself and every single one of our listeners will disagree and we'll say that the remix to ignition is actually better. <laughs> oh my god, R Kelly. <laughs> Go right, piss. So speaking of speaking of the guy that pissed on people, um young people, R Kelly, uh, a lot of people were saying that R Kelly is the man that made uh Space Jam as successful as it was because through his words mm. we were able to fly like an eagle. Yeah. Um, have y'all watched the new Space Jam? Is it worth it? I haven't watched it.
1: I don't care to watch it. I watched Unless about, my kids want to see it. I watched about half of it, and I felt like it tried too hard to be like the first one instead of just being an actual true re- reboot. And doing its own thing. So it wasn't its own um, thing.
0: It was a. It mirrored a lot of the first.
1: Yes, like okay, like take the. They're literally begin- called the Tune Squad. Let, uh, take the beginning. Oh take, take, it has the same fucking character. Why do we remake everything same from our damn childhood? Team. It doesn't take, work. Take the beginning, for example, like in the original Space Jam in the in the nineties with Michael Jordan. He's golfing. Well, we'll take the beginning, and it starts with mm. Michael Jordan's childhood. Yes. And um, going to UNC and being selected in the draft by the Bulls mm. and yada, yada. It's the same kind of concept with the new one, but you put But LeBron, LeBron didn't go to college. <laughs> exactly. No, he's, he went to acting school. Thank you very much. He's drafted straight out of high school. And so it's kind of... It, I feel like it just was a, a a remake of the first one, just with a different basketball ball player. And I, like I said, I fit, I went halfway through, and I was just like, "Fuck this movie! Um, it's trash." And that uh, poor movie. I didn't care for it?
2: Speaking of movies, hang on. It's not going to do well because it's not going to China. China's not picking it up. So exactly. But speaking the of movies,
1: that. have y'all heard that Scarlett Johansson is saying? Fuck you, Disney. I'm suing y'all motherfuckers cause you, <laughs> for this breach of contract. If you if you had any
2: thought whether or not Scarlett Johansson was done with Disney or not, now for sure you should know it. She's pretty much done if she's telling them, I'll see you in court. So
0: give me a little bit of background with
2: this.
1: So, I'm not familiar with so what's So basically, going on. and this is an article that I read today. So Scarlett Johansson is suing Disney because according to her contract she agreed to do black widow as long as it was only going to be a theatrical run and there was not going to be a streaming of black widow during the theatrical run because a good majority of her um i guess you could say pay was going to be as uh, was going to be de- dependent on how well the movie was going to to fare in theaters which mm-hmm. of course everybody knows that if a movie is, is is in theaters and on a streaming platform, that it's probably not gonna do as well because a lot of people are staying away from theaters since COVID hit. Um, and they're just gonna stream it. So so Disney Plus, of course, is streaming Black Widow if you pay the thirty dollars to to you know to buy and stream it. Versus going to the theater and paying what twenty bucks (laughs) that you're gonna pay, especially if you go to like IMAX or some shit, you know. Um, So she's suing Disney, uh, saying that they breached her contract because they streamed it as well as uh, at the same time as the theatrical run. So within, so she's not making as much money that she would. Have if it would have just been in theaters versus in theaters
2: and on Disney Plus. Gotcha. So within hours of them announcing this lawsuit, Disney released a statement that says this has or there is no merit whatsoever to this filing. The lawsuit is especially sad and distressing in its callous disregard for the horrific and prolonged global effects of the COVID-19 pandemic. Disney has fully complied with Miss Johansson's contract, and furthermore, the release of Black Widow on Disney Plus with premier Access has significantly enhanced her ability to earn additional compensation on top of the $20 million she has already received to date. That's a lot of money. A shitload of money. Now, I completely understand if she's like, hey, this movie could have made a billion dollars in theaters, mm. but it depends on how much of that box office she was getting. Like, if it made a billion dollars and she gets 5%, What's five percent of a billion dollars? Twenty million dollars. She's already at twenty million dollars. I highly doubt she's getting more than like five percent. I don't even think Robert Downey Jr. got like eight percent on Avengers: Endgame, and that man literally had an entire fucking saga of twenty-two plus movies built around something that he started. Are they he for sure
0: going to stream it?
2: Oh yeah, it's already out. Oh, no it is. You can pay. Yeah, you bucks can pay. You can
1: pay the twenty-nine ninety-nine plus tax to stream it right now. Or you can wait until October 6th and stream it for free on Disney+. <sighs>
0: I don't like the or whole, spend $9 and go see a movie. I don't like the whole skipping the theater to streaming. It's just, it ruins the experience.
1: Well, here, and here's my perspective is I've only been to a movie theater once since COVID hit. And I went to the movie theater uh, in New York to see A Quiet Place too. That was the first time I went to the movies um, before COVID. Because before COVID, I think I saw uh, Hustlers, mm-hmm. the stripper movie. <laughs> in theaters? In theaters. And then I hadn't seen a movie in theaters since then. Yeah. Um, I think COVID had a really large impact on on uh, people going to the theaters. And it was a a lot of it had to do with the fact that the streaming platforms put these new movies out. Yeah. uh, Such as HBO Max. Okay. HBO Max has these um, new movies coming out. Um, I think this year alone, they're they're releasing 20 movies um, on their streaming platform to watch for free. Yeah. Not having to pay the, the, the 30 Like The Conjuring,
0: I was able to watch it on HBO Max when it came out.
2: Mm. Mortal Kombat. yeah. Um, Mortal Kombat. Uh, Space Jam.
1: Judas and the Black uh, Messiah. That Denzel Washington and Jared Leto movie. What was it called? Um, I forgot. Uh, I don't it know. I don't, it takes <laughs> away
0: the exclusiveness of the film when it's just put on a platform to stream, in my opinion. Uh, but that's the way of the world. That's the trajectory of, of, of film now and consuming yeah. it, right? It's it, That's the COVID? the format that, that is here yeah. to stay, unfortunately. Because I'm old school. I want to go to the theater and experience it there. Uh, and a lot of theaters are going to go under eventually. Will I'm, they even exist in 10 years?
2: I think they will. I think they will. I mean,
1: Regal already shut down all of the theaters. Yeah.
2: Well, so. but Regal was trash anyway. Regal was losing. Regal was part of that dying breed that did not update. They didn't they didn't move in the sector. They were the dinosaur sector.
0: of the pack for sure.
2: Yeah. But
0: I I, loved and I think going AMC, there in in the 2000s. Yeah.
2: And AMC, I think I think they hyper they overextended themselves because their stock wasn't worth shit. They weren't worth shit as a company. They were barely hanging on. Mhm. You know. What are they going to do with the big empty
0: theater over there?
2: Not a damn thing until someone demolishes Who it knows? and puts up a strip mall.
1: Who knows? I mean, they got to turn it into something,
0: not demolish it. They're going to demolish it. It may I get dropped may, off there every Friday when I was.
1: It, it may a become teenager. a different movie theater, just instead of Regal, it's going to be like
2: AMC or Cinemax. It w- I feel
0: like it would do well right there. It's, it's right similar, on, on whatever it's called a hub of I 40 with all the restaurants and hotels.
2: It wasn't doing well before COVID.
0: But if they transform it into something like Synergy or something that, that's more appealing to consumers, I feel like it would do well in that in that location.
2: Yeah, I agree. Yeah,
0: but they're they're gonna have to change some things for sure. There's not enough room for all they're gonna that have in to Amarillo. put a fucking A card. There's not uh, enough room for four arcade there.
2: There's not enough room for four yeah. movie theaters at Amarillo anymore.
0: So we've got Hollywood, we've got Synergy. And that's it. That's it.
2: Because the mall's closed, and I don't think that will open again, will it? Is it closed? Doesn't. I haven't been to the mall since 19. I haven't.
1: If I go I to. I went the, in
2: 2018 to see Bomb City there.
1: If I go to nice. the mall, is because I go to LIDS, and that's it.
0: <laughs> yeah. We went to the mall the other day, and. It's just changed so much. So many new stores.
2: Now that Frulati is gone, fuck that place. That was the only reason I kept going back was to get a Strawberry Crush, and now that that's gone, I, want, I, I have no reason. I don't to even know what there. the food court's like anymore. They have a Chick Fil A and a Sonic, I bet, and that's fucking it. Chick Fil A's been there forever, right? Remember when they had an? Yeah. I I I remember when they had an Oxygen Bar. When those were all the rave, and people were like, "Hey, mm-hmm. tuning up, and come and, and breathe in some oxygen, man." It, it was in it's the food cucumber court. Cucumber melon. Yeah, was it? it was some of the dumbest shit. And you'd see hipsters in there all the fucking time with their sriracha and burritos. That's
0: not even like a um, a hookah. I mean, that's just weird. it's just oxygen. I mean, hookah bars, I feel like will always do well. Yeah,
1: but an oxygen bar, what the fuck? I don't know. Not They're my thing. really popular, like in Vegas. Okay.
2: But here in Amarillo, I just don't see a point. Yeah. Uh, well, as I knew, nothing was going to be able to be successful when they took down the arcade.
0: Hmm.
2: And I and I hate that that's something that did not really survive. You know, we have like the vault. We have these high end kind of arcades. It's synergy. But Buffalo Nickel, man, you could get lost for days. Western Plaza. Yes. <laughs> that was just great stuff. Yeah. That was good good family fun. I miss
1: watching Fox Kids and calling in and trying to be the 14th caller to get um, Buffalo Nickel Passes.
2: Yeah, I remember that. I miss that shit. Were you you a part of any fan clubs growing up? Fox Kids was the shit.
0: Did you ride into any fan clubs like uh, Power Rangers or anything like that? Oh, yeah. Ghostbusters. I I love
2: Power Rangers. I was part of the Ghostbusters fan club.
0: I I hate uh, Power Rangers. I never got into it. Shut the fuck up, James. I was fucking weird Stupid Terrible you acting You
1: were not a cool kid Back I was in the 90's Hey
0: I was into um, Beavis and Butthead <laughs> I was into Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles um, I was into all that shit
2: James is Street into a lot of Sexually repressed shit I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> Street Sharks was good uh, Y'all remember like Mythic Nights Of tendon Ra Or whatever it was Yeah 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 It was like the Irish Power Rangers, those guys are pretty cool. I like them. Yeah. Yeah, A lot of good Even even Beast Wars, man. Beast Wars was They're good. They're gonna do That's that's what the next Transformers Dude, movie you know is gonna be is Beast I, Wars. I remember watching
0: Beast Wars one day after school. And I was just sitting there in the living room, staring up at the TV, and then the house started shaking. We had an earthquake. Oh no shit. Yeah. In the, like the mid nineties. Yeah. It's pretty cool, but you remember. I still it. remember that, yeah.
2: And it's connected to Beast Wars. Yeah. that's pretty cool. We would,
0: rec- I would record the Beast Wars on a VHS and then watch it later on because my mom would always record her soap operas mm. and stuff, and I had her record the, Beast Wars.
2: That is one thing that I wish my children could understand and fathom when someone records over your vhs or you fuck up <laughs> and you, you and you put the thing over where it locks it and it doesn't actually record and you put it to record it doesn't record and you're so fucking pissed there are so many times that it just like i mean talk about getting an anxiety attack when you're 10 years old and your fucking power Rangers doesn't record or some shit like that
0: oh yeah because there's no tivo there's just you, if you miss it you miss it you and just miss it yeah you remember watching the tv guide and uh-huh. watching it scroll. Uh-huh. Trying to see and if you missed the, the, the channel that you are really looking forward to seeing what was on. You had to wait till it came around again.
2: You remember when it wasn't like the TV guide? It was just that colorful station with the music that played yeah, yeah. and the ticker that goes <laughs> along the bottom? Oh,
0: shit. It was like Channel 70 or something. Yeah. Or something like that.
2: Yeah, and they always played country music songs or, I remember or not, church songs.
0: I didn't get Comedy Central, so I couldn't watch South Park, so I would watch it blurred.
2: Oh yeah, so many things. I was like, was that a boob? Is that a, oh, it's a tit? <laughs> yeah, and I you saw that. Uh, I think it was. I think it's. I think it's Trey Stone. I don't think it's Matt Parker. I think it's just Trey Stone. Maybe both of them are trying to buy Casa Bonita restaurant. Oh yeah. Yeah, in Colorado because it's that's featured. Awesome. Yeah, so that was that was one of the good things that when I was looking at things to talk about tonight, I was like, oh, that's that's good fun.
0: Oh yeah, Trey and Matt, they're they're legends. They've they've made so many people laugh over the years
2: and I know they want to get out I know they want to get out and quit but I just they can't because they're the dying breed I'm sure they will in the next couple of years yeah Joseph is
0: is the um, historian when it comes to South Park so we've got to we've got to have like a South Park episode where we just talk about our favorite you know we have we got to have an entire episode on that (laughs) (laughs) we've talked about their the movies they made and stuff you know they we made some funny movies.
2: They've made some good stuff. They're just, they're, they're icons. Yeah, they are. They really are. And, in, in just the things that they've been able to accomplish and the amount of people that they've been able to reach and the shit's just good. And they're spot on. It doesn't matter what side mm-hmm. of a political aisle you fall on. Their shit is honest and to the point. And you can't really say they're wrong about most stuff. The,
0: the COVID episodes were
2: awesome. Oh yeah. Oh Yeah. <laughs> Yeah.
0: That, a- anytime there's something funny in in the news or in the world, it, it's just always heartwarming to anticipate a new episode because you know, they're going to tear it apart and they're going to dive mm-hmm. into it and make you fucking laugh.
2: And you want that perspective. Oh yeah. Because a lot of the times, and I think this is one thing that people don't want to admit a lot of the times positions that they take are the positions that most people have that they're not afraid to say. Mm-hmm. I think with a lot of issues, people have opinions and people have feelings that don't necessarily reflect what their neighbors think or what their friends and family think and so they kind of hide that yeah don't you agree adrian that's right (laughs) (laughs) all
0: right well we're gonna wrap this episode up we're gonna bring you guys at least two to three episodes this week yeah so
2: tonight's thursday so you're gonna get one you might get one tomorrow, and then we're going to do Texas Beer Edition Saturday.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. We're going to walk away from that one feeling pretty good.
2: Or we won't walk away, and we'll just kind of sit there kinda for crawl. a little bit. Yeah, yeah.
0: just kind of stew in our own self-pity. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> so join in. It's going to be a very re- uh, revealing and a great revelation to it all. All right, this is Episode 60, Bomb City Locker Room Talk. I'm Jared Scott.
0: I'm James Fairchild.
1: I'm Adrian Soto.
0: And hit us up for some stickers, please. See you next episode. Peace tomorrow. Yes.